Welcome to Women Travel, a podcast about the places women have been and the things they did there. Today we have Vatau from American Samoa. Hello. <laughs> As always, we have uh, the co-host, my co-host, a very good friend of mine, Annika Sieverts. Hi, Annika. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So first of all, um, I really want to hear the story about, so that we're recording this a second time, and I would love to hear the story as to what happened. Uh <laughs> It's, it's pretty wild. It is. It's pretty wild. So um, after we did our first recording, I was actually um, at my office where I uh, do volunteer work at uh, for a cam- campaign. And when I was leaving, um, you know, the village kids are around and um, there w- we have a lot of stray dogs here in American Samoa. And so I see this kid running. And I realized that the kid was running away from the dog. And I had nothing in my hand. I, I didn't know what to grab because, you know, I'm just thinking, I need to get this dog away. And the only thing I had in my hand at that time was my phone. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I threw the phone. <laughs> and, well, the terrible thing is I missed. I completely missed the dog. <laughs> But the kid is fine. You know, we got the kid away, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, I told him Mr. Dog had to go get a new phone. <laughs> so, you know, I, I just, like, lost everything. I lost all my contacts. It just, it was, I, I was thinking, oh, my gosh. Okay, what did, what did I just do? Like, well, first I just threw my phone. And second of all, I was trying to save a kid, and I did a terrible job at it. I missed the dog. <laughs> I'm also, I, I want to ask, I don't want to be rude, but are there not any rocks around in American Samoa? Like, you just don't have rocks on near the streets or anything? <laughs> so, you know, this was just, I, I, I couldn't really think of much. It was just, oh my gosh, just instinct. there. And, you know, there, well, I mean, there was like little pebbles, but this was kind of a a big dog so i didn't think any of the tiny pebbles that i could pick up was going to do much you know and i thought that my phone would have done something but obviously it didn't because i missed (laughs) it just disappeared it did a magic trick well i'm glad it ended well uh and we figured it out so (laughs) it's all good When Annika was in hawaii that's how she met you and i was wondering um so what were you doing in hawaii in Hawaii, I was working as a tour guide. Um, I work for a company called Hawaii Wayfinder, Wayfinder Tours. And so we were contracted with Chiefs Luau. And that is where I met Anika over there. And so it was kind of random where she came up to me and she, we were just talking stories. And she was like, can I draw you? And I was like, wow, that's a, <laughs> that's a first. <laughs> Oh, has has no one else asked to draw you at all? 
No, I, I normally get other weird questions like, <laughs> um, you know, are, well, this is not weird actually, when they ask me if I'm married or if I'm single and I'm like, um, let's focus on the luau. <laughs> Eat your poi with peace. <laughs> but not so much of questions, but I get random comments like, I like your nose. Mm. Um, Thanks, I grew it myself. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I stole it from my mother. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Okay, and so you work uh, for a guide company and uh, you care quite a bit about tourism. And I just kind of wanted to hear you talk about that. Like, how do you feel about tourism um, in your own, in between these two countries? Um, I enjoy being in the tourism industry. I love being able to share my culture of, you know, who I am. And I get to share the stories of my ancestors, the legends, and, you know, some, some of the myths that we have here in, in our islands. But um, just being able to share with people um, from outside of our home, you know, I, I, I find it very interesting. And just, you know, being able to let them know that we are here, this is who we are. And we are people too. And so, you know, welcome to our home and, you know, we want you to be a part of us. And so, uh, being in the tourism industry, it's not, the funny thing is I actually just saw the job um, on, I think it was Craigslist. (laughs) And it's so crazy that I found it on Craigslist because my brother, he's actually a warrior for the luau that we were working for. So it just oh, so happened oh. the company I went into also was contracted with the same luau that my brother was dancing for. So, you know, we all got to work oh. together, all my siblings. Wow. It was so much fun. Bad. So the fact that we got to really connect our stories together. So when we get to the luau, you know, our our guests that we have oh. on our bus, they are looking for the other sibling. Oh, I love that. Ah, my heart is so full. I love that. I believe that tourism um, really helps the economy. Um, unfortunately, mm-hmm. here in Samoa, we haven't had much of um, had much tourism here in American Samoa. Uh, I mean, especially now that we have this pandemic, it's so crazy. Our economy is hurting, but hopefully, when things get better. You know, I do plan on hopefully starting something to help bring in tourism into our home to help our economy. Yeah, and I would I would like to ask um, for Samoa, what are some things that you um, would like promoted as like you know what you know what makes that country worth visiting in your opinion? I think the culture itself is a lot. You know, yeah. everything from the mountains to the rocks. You know the little islands um because Samoa it's the reason why we're called Polynesia Poly is many islands so with Samoa we have many Samoan islands and each rock each mountain all has stories so kind of like the movie Moana where you know Tefiti you know how she became like this volcanic um war god um fire god but in actuality she was an island she created a mount she was a mountain when you know when there was peace and so just like our mountains here 
they all have stories and legends of gods and goddesses, you know, of our, of our islands. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that because we didn't touch on this uh, in the first interview, so I feel kind of grateful that we have this option, but um, you had mentioned the myths of the area. Do you have any that you would like to share? Okay, there's, there's actually a lot. Um, or like a favorite one that you like. I don't know if that's more difficult. Or a funny one. Funny is always good. <laughs> well, I guess you can say one is called Fatumafuti. Um, they were brothers who fought. Um, they, Fatu is, is heart. Um, Futi is... Um, actually, sorry, I can't really think of the English term for Futi. Um, That's okay. <laughs> you know, sometimes we I, I get confused where I'm just like, what is the English word for, for this word? Um, but they were brothers who fought over a loved one. And... Um, they ended up beating each other to death and, and so there's two rocks in one of the villages called Fatumafuti that represents um, the brothers that fought for love and so as legend goes is um, no matter no matter who becomes you know whoever becomes in the middle of your family your family is very important and you should never fight Nothing, you should never let the problem, solving a problem, be more important than um, the people involved. Wow. I love that. I love that. Um, so speaking of defining names and their meanings, could you tell us your full name and what it means? So my name is Vatau Omalotitele Victoria Fanene. And my first name, Vatau Omalotitele, was a name that was given and created by my great-grandfather, Tuya Fengai Mali'i Ngalia'i. And he was an educator. Now, my grandmother, um, she was born in December 1941, and it was around the time during the bombing of Pearl Harbor. Now, my grandmother's name is not Vata Umalo Tetele. It's her younger sister. And so, Va means between, Tao is war, Malo is great, Tetele is many. So there was many great wars that the United States fought. And so it's a story about World War II. My middle name is Victoria, which is Latin for victory. So the United States fought wars, but they came out with victory. And so my name has a strong meaning to it. And so when, you know, when I was working in the tourism industry, I always got emotional when I talked about Pearl Harbor because it is a very emotional event that happened and a lot of lives were lost. And so being able to connect to history, you know, to me that's 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 a huge thing for me. And the fact that my great grandfather created this name, you know, it, it means a lot to me. And so my my grandpa, he is a veteran of the U.S. Navy. My mother is a veteran of the U.S. Navy. Uh, my mother's sister, whom I'm also named after, is currently serving um, active duty in the in the Army. And I have a lot of family members who are also veterans of the U.S. Navy. So it is an honor to have such a name, 
So mm-hmm. that that that's my name, Batao or Marla Tatele. <laughs> Don't wear it out. <laughs> <laughs> or you just call me Tao for short, War. Tao. <laughs> All my siblings um, have long names. <laughs> I'm sure uh, quite a few people listening might be a little confused about Samoa because um, there's Samoa, the island that, uh, based off of a quick internet search, says that it's uh, its own independent country, and then there's American Samoa. Can you kind of explain the history between that difference? Western Samoa, which we call Samoa now because they claim their independence, um, at first, many years ago, before the United States came in, um, we we were fighting with um, the British. They came over, took over the lands. Um, Germany came over. So in Western Samoa, you're going to have a lot of mixed Samoans who are part German, who um, have ties to Britain. Also, just Samoan cultural. So a lot of them are mixed because of um, of the other countries that came in and took over our island. Um, at some point, Western Samoa was able to claim their independency. So when they claimed their independency, they just became Samoa. And so when Germany tried to come over to American Samoa, it was the United States that um, pretty much saved us. So, you know, oh. there's there's a huge, um, you know, uh, debate of, you know, if people are happy with being an American um, territory and some who are grateful for it. So, I mean, it's, it's just one of those things where you can't really please everyone, you know. <laughs> I get but, that, yeah. You know, I will say I am a U.S. citizen. I was born... In Hawaii, um, I do, or I have seen a lot of benefits that, you know, ha- I have seen that has helped our, our home and our people here, you know, as being uh, territory of the United States. Yeah. So. Well, thank you for that. <laughs> and, and yeah, you kind of touched on your culture, and I know that that's really important to you, and I just kind of want to hear, I mean, we had talked about tattoos before, and basically I know that your culture is really important to you. How do you think tattoos tie into kind of the feminine aspect uh, of your culture and and how do you see that personally a lot of a lot of people see the men as um, the front of our culture and that is somewhat that is true but the women hold a lot of strength into you know pulling our culture together now for the female we do have a tattoo that's called the malu and malu means um, shelter. You are a protector. And so without the man, I mean, if, even if you have a man in your home, um, you're, it is just a house, it is not a home. So the woman holds a lot of um, strength in the home to bring, to make it more, um, more, well, more, more warm, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And more welcoming, and you know, nurturing. I guess that that would be a, a good word. And so, in the house, when you have a house, there are four walls. And so, the woman is what holds up the roof. 
Now, the men, we, we hold them as you are the head of the household. You are the head person. You are the one to lead the family. But without the structures of the walls, which is the women, the roof is nothing. Mm-hmm. And so the women... Um, the malu we have behind our knees, and I do have this tattoo, is a diamond shape that represents the four walls of the home, but also means you are the provider and protector of all the men, all the women and children in your home, but also in your village. And so, anytime there family anyone were to come over to your home, it is the man that sits in the front and speaks to the, your guests. But it is not the man who gets up, it is the woman. The woman gets up and she serves the drinks, she serves the guest. Anything that the the man says, she is the one who goes and gets it. Mm. And so we work hand in hand. So uh, before people run out and get tattoos on the back of their knees, which sounds incredibly painful, was it painful? Oh, it was ridiculously painful. (laughs) Sounds awful. You think Uh, machines are hard? whale bones that we use um, whale bones yeah. that we sharpen we dip the um, oil, the ink is um, charcoal and coconut oil that we mix together and then mm-hmm. it's kind of like hammered to the skin so at first I had I had no interest in receiving a cultural tattoo um, but all of a sudden when I got into the tourism industry I had a more appreciation and love for my culture. Next thing you know, I was on the next flight back home here to, in American Samoa, and I'm getting my traditional tattoo. <laughs> so I've seen I've seen some videos of uh, people getting the traditional tattoos. Yours, which is on Instagram. There you go. There's a plug for you, Vital. Um, and I've seen some uh, videos where people are singing with the tapping to kind of like help you go through that. Did you? Did you have a song when you were being tattooed? I mean, there's no specific song, but yes, it is um, kind of like a a practice where when someone's receiving a traditional marking, it is very painful. So the family comes around and they sit around you in a circle and they sing, sing with um, praise and encouragement for you to focus on the words, focus on your family, and not on the pain. And so, yeah, I actually had my mom there and both, both my parents. Um, and not too long ago, my mom had received her malu. So it was, it was a lot for me to just have to go through that. But it meant even more to me that my mom who has experienced it and she knew what it felt like and just having her sit there and hold my hand and and just kind of talk me through it. And I also have my little brother. He's he's seven. And <laughs> it was so hard. I uh, he is like he's almost like a son to me. So when he sat there and he wanted to hold my hand, oh. um, it was even more harder for me because I can't I couldn't squeeze his hand. <laughs> Okay, okay. So before people go out and try to get tattoos on their back of their knees, what are your feelings on uh, the cultural appropriation that uh, sometimes happens there? You know, these um, traditional markings are, are considered very sacred. 
Now, for the women, um, we cover the diamond because not only does it represent the four walls, now I'm going to get a little detail here, it actually represents the women's uh, private part. Oh, checks out. Bring, <laughs> yeah, you bring children into this, into this world. Mm-hmm. And so, because that is a very sacred part of your body, that diamond should always be covered. Now, unless there's a traditional ceremony, then you are allowed to raise your, your clothing to where you show the entire marking on your legs. You know, so um, throughout the preparation, I had to literally prepare myself mentally, physically, and emotionally for this because I'm about to go through a whole few hours of just pain, you know? And, you know, there wasn't much for me to... I, I couldn't really figure out what I needed to prepare because... Um, how do I prepare myself emotionally for this, you know? (laughs) So, part of it was just, you know, being around family, knowing that they're going to be there with me. That was really all I needed. Now, afterwards, there is a... Oh, actually, sorry. During the ceremony, um, you're not really allowed to do any loud music. Um... It's very a peaceful time. Unless you're singing with the family, there should be no other disruption um, for for me, but also for the artist. Oh, I see. Yeah, I bet it does take a lot of focus and concentration to do that. What? (laughs) (laughs) You know, so that was actually the crazy thing. So, you know, I had done my traditional marking, which I felt like I I shouldn't have. I wish if I had gone back, I would have done it another time. But there was, this was part of a tattoo festival where we were Uh. out the culture so um that same day there was a concert and it was a huge commotion because one of the drummers came in with his band set and was just banging the drums (laughs) and let me tell you it was complete chaos so the artist was angry the families and people were angry i was angry because the the louder he kept banging the drum, the more it felt like he was just hitting the nail into my skin. <sighs> so it was kind of hard to not focus on the pain. Yeah. You know, so those are just one of the things that you just do not do. Hmm. <laughs> I kind of get that, yeah, because it, like, calming music, like, keeping things quiet, like, it helps provide focus, but also, like, is less anxiety-inducing just in general. So especially for the artist, when he has, he's got a needle and he's about to mark you with something that's going to be on your body forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he needs to concentrate. <laughs> well, I will say he did pretty good. <laughs> I mean, yeah, your tattoos are beautiful. They are. So regarding tattoos um, and the, so for example, the popularity of Dwayne the Rock Johnson, uh, or <laughs> or Uncle JJ, Uncle JJ. Uh, <laughs> what? Um, I mean, like, basically, it's a it's a it's a ritual. It's it's sacred um, for regardless of gender. And so, kind of with the popularity of him as an actor, um, what would you like your message to be? Just so that we have that one crystal clear. Um, for me is. Respect the culture, you know, 
it's something that we we love to share it's part of our story of who we are you know through the markings on our bodies some markings can represent um the wars or the challenges that we've been through kind of like well just like the movie moana you know (laughs) maui his tattoos all had a story about um, the things that he's been through, the, the challenges that he went through, and that was a story about him. Now, there are certain tattoos like like the Malu. It's not something for everyone. Um, I've had quite a few people ask me, you know, who are non-Samoan, oh, can I get a, a, a traditional tattoo? And honestly, my answer would be no. Now, they were a bit um, shocked that I said no, you know, because they're like, oh, I love your culture. I want to be a part of you guys. I want this tattoo. That's great. But my message would be, please respect that this was made specifically for someone's. And, you know, this is who we are. You know, and there's some things that you can get, but as far as the certain um, traditional sacred markings, Please respect that these are only made for Samoans. And you can share our story, just not wear it. Boom. Mic drop. That was awesome. Okay, so we did mention Uncle JJ. (laughs) Not a lot of people are going to know this, but what is your relation with Uncle JJ? So, um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, his grandfather is Peter Maivia who is also High Chief Fanene. Fanene is my last name. So I'm related to his his grandfather. Um, so funny story is Peter Maivia, Uncle Peter, he actually did wrestling as well. So did, you know, I think everyone knows that. Um, <laughs> but I actually have a picture with Uncle Peter and my grandpa's brother. So they actually did a match together um, out in, I believe it was North Carolina. So my, he actually taught my, my grandpa's brothers how to wrestle. Wrestling was a huge thing. Um, I'm not exa- I'm not blood related to, I, mean, I don't know if you guys heard of Rakishi. Uh, yes. He's another yeah. someone wrestler, very popular oh, back in the days. Um, I'm not blood related, but... Um, my grandpa's brother, um, my grandpa's brother's son is married to the sister of Rakishi. So somewhere along the line, we we're just saying, yeah, we're related. <laughs> it's a small island. <laughs> and so speaking of Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Moana, a lot of the comparisons you make with your own life is that you are like Moana because of your parental uh, figureheads. Because you're a princess. Yes, you are a princess. I do like to tell people that I'm kind of like Moana, you know? <laughs> so her, both her parents are, are chiefs in, in the movie. And so in my culture, both my parents do have chief titles. And so there's different chief titles. There's um, a high chief title called uh, Ali'i, and then there's a Tamali'i. And so both my parents have a Tamali'i title. They're they're talking chiefs. And so 
anytime there is a special ceremony in which uh, we showcase something on behalf of a chief, it is normally the daughter of the chief or the wife that goes up and presents or she, she one will serve the ava. Ava is a very special drink that we we have here. It I would say you guys heard of kava, right? Yes. Okay, so in Samoa we say ava. Oh, the sleepy time route. Yes. <laughs> that is our, our special alcohol. You don't get a hangover. <laughs> okay, wait. I only knew that it was yeah, like it's kind of like chamomile that it makes you sleepy or it's kind of like weed. Um, but I <laughs> Um, but I didn't know that it can turn into an alcohol. That's interesting. It's kind of a... We do kind of see it's kind of like our alcohol because it numbs <laughs> it numbs your mouth. Okay. So, you know, we're just like, yeah, it's like our alcohol and you don't get hung over the next day. <laughs> okay. So that makes sense. This is the only downside about us re-recording is we can't hear the people singing right now. Oh, yeah. It's kind of, kind of sad because so- Samoans are known for being i think it's the happy people you guys are called the happy people correct yes we are yes and you guys have the slap dance and you have something called a chihu yes <laughs> so i can imagine why you guys have an alcohol that kind of you know numbs your throat a little bit it, it just helps us bit. bring everything out yes. you know <laughs> <laughs> so i was first introduced to the chihu because i had a wonderful tour guide I can't remember his name, but he's half Mexican. Yes, he was so much fun. And so on the bus ride to the Chief's Luau, he was like, okay, we're going to practice our Chihu because there is an actual Samoan princess. And he goes, and when we see her, we're going to do our best Chihu. And so we were like, what's a Chihu? He's like, it's it's kind of a happy chant, but I'll, but also what is the definition of So chi is really just an expression of your, your emotions, you're happy, you're joyful. And so you want everyone to know that you're, you're excited and you're, you're having fun. So it's something to really bring the excitement along, you know, just sharing with everyone else. So it's almost contagious to where if you were to chi <laughs> Any other Polly that would hear it, I mean, guaranteed they're going to chihu back. <laughs> and that's kind of what happened. That's kind of what happened with um, Anika's bus, their, their yep. group with Mafi. Yep. Um, I heard it, and yes. next thing you knew, I was, <laughs> they heard me too. Yep. <laughs> so it's really funny because, like, I in the tour bus it's kind of mostly like honeymooners or kind of like a older like tourist couple because it was kind of out of season for tourists it was, it was uh end of february beginning of march and so he's like okay we're all gonna practice our chihus he's like the back of the bus and i was like Chihu! and there's okay middle Chihu! and then i'm in the front and I'm going to take my headphones off and do this in the back because it's loud. Yes. Uh, and then he's like, people in the front. It's about to get real, guys. <laughs> she's, wa- she's walking across the room. She's, oh. Uh- <laughs> that was great. And everyone stops and looks at me and they're like, 
oh, she's got it. So when we saw Vatel, I went, Jehu! Oh, uh, is that my cue? Okay, sorry. I'm gonna have to step away a little bit, which I'm yes. pretty sure is not gonna make much of a difference. <laughs> that is, that is amazing! It was so much fun to hear it, and it was just so amazing. Yeah. I actually stood in the hallway. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, that was awesome. Such a good it's it's so crazy. I, I find it hilarious every time someone does that. Um, for me, it's just naturally, if someone were to chihu, I'm going to chihu back. Even if I don't know you, but that's just kind of like, that's how we find each other. <laughs> I love that. That's fun. I wish I had something like that, but I'm just going to have to sit here and be, be jealous. But I don't think they were expecting that from me either. Right. Yeah, no. Yeah, we definitely Equally strong and confident. I'm like, yes, I love it. Literally, I can pretty much outscream the entire Luau crowd. Oh my god! 100%. So you know, sometimes I do share that part on on my bus as well with my guests. But you know, it's one thing to do it on the bus. But when you're outside and you want everybody to hear you, I'm going to scream from the gut. I want you to hear me. <laughs> so when we get back to the bus at the end of the night, they're like, oh my gosh. What was that? I was like, <laughs> I was like, that's I, I told you, cousin, I'm 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 going to cheer. And I wanted you guys to cheer along with me. And they're like, okay, I know you prepped us in the beginning, but I was not ready for all of that. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> you like yes. came from Maui, from Moana, every Lilo and Stitch, everybody all together. You just screamed out so loud. I was like, cousins, that's how we do it here in the islands. If you're excited, <laughs> let's share with everyone that we're having a good time. <laughs> so it's it's so much fun. It's fun. I. I, I just had fun doing that, and it was just in my house. <laughs> and you know what? That's normal. For yeah. us, like, when we have dances or we're just having a good time, we, if you start a chihu, we're all going to chihu, even if we chihu all night. <laughs> <laughs> so, if Morgan and I want to find you in Samoa, we should definitely not do a chihu, just because everyone's going to chihu back. We gotta we gotta listen for the loudest and longest Chihu. Oh. Uh, but another way to find you would be through Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is vfanene. Vfanene, and then uh, yeah, is there anything else that you want to promote um, for if people want to learn more about tours or Hawaii or American Samoa? Um, not so much. But when you do come, I hope you do look out for our local people and ask them about their story. I'm sure there's there's plenty that we would love to share about who we are here in the South Pacific and the Polynesian Islands. And so it's when we share our stories through, whether it's through music, through dancing or cheering, this is our breath of life. And so come to with open ears to listen, come with open arms to be a part of us and come with an open heart to learn and understand um, 
a new culture and mm. we want you to be a part of us so I'm grateful for this opportunity where I also got to share a little bit about my breath of life of who I am um, as a you know a daughter of two chiefs mm-hmm. and uh, you know a representative of American Samoa my roots so thank you Thank you for listening. We've got new music from the King and Queen of the Losers uh, from their album Crutch. You can buy their music on Bandcamp or find them where music is streamed. Maybe even check them out after the credits. If you'd like to sponsor us, we've got new goodies like bonus episodes on our Patreon page. And it's on Women Travel Podcast at Patreon.com. Share with people you know and people you don't know. We've got a new goal of 50 patrons in order for us to share these beautiful enamel pins. So get the word out to make that happen faster. And that's it for this week. October 1st, we'll be exploring drag performances in rural communities and the surprising fun that comes with it. More on that next time on Women Travel. Women Travel.